This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. The First Lady of New York Radio, Joan Hamburg. Entertaining and informative. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Welcome, everyone, to the Joan Hamburg Show. Now, those of you who are my loyal listeners know I love cookbooks. And I love Dory Greatsman because she is the best cookbook writer. I think that Baking with Dory, Sweet, Salty, and Simple is her 13th, I could be wrong, but I know she's been writing cookbooks for probably 30 years, and this is such an incredible cookbook. It's her 14th cookbook, and she's got a fabulous journey on how she went from maybe getting a PhD or a doctorate to baking cookies And that, for her, was life-changing. I love baking with Dory. There are incredible recipes with wonderful photographs, and we can do them. That's the part I love the most. You really take us by the hand. But, Dory, let's start from the beginning again. You, When you were a kid, you started cooking, and you said to me at one point years ago, I think I burned my parents' kitchen down when I was a young girl, and that was it for cooking and baking. That's exactly right. First of all, thank you for that wonderful introduction. I think we were together for my very first book. I'm sure. I know. I love that. So, yeah, you know, my mom didn't cook very much, so I didn't have have a, a model. But one day I was with friends, I think I was in seventh grade, and we decided to make frozen french fries. And I put them in hot boiling oil and it actually mm. tried to, right, put a lid on top of the boiling oil. It, yeah, I burned my parents' kitchen down. Mm. And that was, <laughs> that was the end of cooking for a while. But, you know, I got married when I was 19 years old. And so it wasn't such a long time between not cooking and having. Right, and cooking. (laughs) And cooking, right. And I discovered I loved cooking and I loved baking. It was was such a surprise to me. So what made you? You were going, I think you had told me, for a doctorate in gerontology. So where did the almost professional cookie thing come in at that point? So I took time off to work on my dissertation, which I never finished. I always say it's the deadline I didn't meet. Um, mm-hmm. And had the kid who's now grown and just couldn't face going back to, to, to academics. And my husband, the wonderful Michael, said, you know, you love to bake why don't you see if that's what you can do? And with his encouragement and my <laughs> my reluctance to go back to what I had started, I began to bake. And it did, as you said, change my life. 
and it was a cookie. And luckily, what? Dory, you pro- <laughs> it was a cookie. <laughs> you produced a child who loved to eat the cookies. Uh, yeah, what would I have done if he didn't? Hmm. Yes, you're right. He loved cookies. He always, I, I, he always refers to himself as a not quite reformed cookie monster. I know. Me too. I love cookies. They have to be really good cookies. You know, I'm not a huge fan of the -the over-the-counter store-bought cookie, but I love wonderful cookies. And I love all your recipes. And then your, your cookie monster child produced a baby cookie person. And I got a big kick out of reading when they said they don't want to give their child sweets because I heard that from mine. Oh, don't don't give her cookies. She we're not bringing her up on sweets. Well, guess what? <laughs> oh, I'm laughing so because yes, of course that's what they said. They said we're waiting for her first birthday, um, and I got to bake her little cookies for her first, kind of like cookie cakes. For mm-hmm. her first birthday. And you know what? The baby loves cookies. How could she not? No surprise, right? <laughs> exactly. I said I never met sugar, butter, and flour that I didn't think was fantastic mushed together <laughs> in, in some form. But your life started changing a lot. I mean, it's one thing to say, okay, maybe I can do this. It's another thing to win every award that one can win for all your work and all your cookbooks. And did you ever take time and stop and say, no, I'm not going to do this, or it just kept on happening? You know, it's, it's, that's such a funny thing to ask, because when I finished Everyday Dory, which was published in 2018, it was my 13th book. And I thought, that's it. Baker's Dozen. Nice way to finish cookbook writing. And then it was like minutes after I announced that I was finished that um, Baking the Story started to take shape. Yeah, it's, it's you know, I, I, I had the wonderful, wonderful chance to work with Julia Child. And she famously said to find something that you're interested in and stay interested in it all your life. And I found food, and I found writing, and I consider myself so lucky to have found those two things. And, yeah, I, I, it's, it's what I wanted to do, and I had this idea for baking with Dory, and I said, well, mm, and I just, I, I, I thought, I'll just see how it feels to go back, and it felt so good. It's the work I love to do. But amazing that this book, Baking with Dory, has 150 recipes, but they're new. They're your new favorites. I know. I know. So that, but that's what's so exciting about food, I think. Once you start working with ingredients, um, you just get new ideas. It's, it's, it, you, you think, okay, I can make this pie. And then you look around and you say, hmm, what if I added... What if I added peaches to this instead of the apples that I wanted to use? Or what if 
here's some sumac. What would that be like in a lemon cake? Here's some, and the ingredients are just so exciting and the ideas for putting them together. Um, I feel like there's always something new in food. Well, but if, if you, what you're saying is true and you managed to do it. I always look when I read cookbooks or baking books for chocolate chip cookies, because to me, that's a test. You know, is there anything new? Is it the same recipe time and time again? Maybe a little more salt, a different kind of chocolate. But then I looked at your chocolate chip cookies and they are different. I haven't baked them yet, but I thought today might be a good day. Well, I would say to you, any day is a good day. For chocolate chip. For chocolate chip cookies, any day is good. But it's, again, you know, I think, and this must be true in, in many, many fields, but I feel like the more you think about one single subject, the broader it gets. So you start, because you're concentrating on it, and so you get new ideas. And with chocolate chip cookies, you start, or I started to think, hmm, what if I rolled them out? So there is the one big break apart chipper. And I took the dough and rolled it out all kind of higgledy piggledy and mm-hmm. baked it flat. So you could just, you have one big cookie that you can reach into and just break off chunks um, and nibble. And because the because the, the thickness has changed, the texture changes, the way you eat it, the way you feel about it when you eat it changes. Um, there's just, it's so much fun to take one form and start playing with it. And it works all the time. And they, it works. But it works. What, and the book is divided into categories, breakfast, cookies, cakes, little pastries, basics it has everything hot fudge sauce that is looks fantastic but dory even has which i thought how is she going to do this a clam chowder pie now what made you where did that come from you know it's so we were having clam chowder for dinner and i looked at the soup and thought i could make a pie out of this and it was so much fun to take the ingredients and rework them um, to make this pie. And then I thought, my, so my husband adores oysterettes, those little crackers that, that go on course. top of pine chowder, of course. And when, when I put the oysterettes on top of the pie and baked them, I just, I just fell in love with it. It was so much fun to have all the flavors of clam chowder and to have those adorable little oysterettes on top. Um, it was, it was, it was, I still get excited. So when something, when, when I, when I work on something and it comes out right, I, I, Michael says he can hear me say yes in the kitchen. <laughs> um, after all these years and all these recipes, it's still exciting. Is Michael a big sweet eater? Does he love cookies, cakes? He loves, he loves, yes, but he, Joni's fussy, and, um, and, he, and, he has, and he has favorites, and so I'll always be trying to make something new, and he'll be saying things like, you know that corn top coffee cake that you made, don't you want to mm. make it again? Right, or that salted caramel pie. Mm, yeah, yeah, he's got favorites. 
I, well, it's, it's interesting. I grew up where my mom made a chocolate marble cake every week for the weekend. We're a big family, and there was always homemade everything. But that marble cake, I've had wonderful people try to help me redevelop it and everything. It had big chunks of chocolate in it. Mm. But, and then baking with Dory, you have, and I circled it, a coconut milk chocolate marble cake. Yes. And a lot of marble cakes, the cake part, the yellow or the white, is dry. But this recipe, because of the coconut milk, looks quite spectacular. I love this recipe. It will not taste like your mother's. You know that. Of course. <laughs> uh, um, but it is, but in some ways, it's kind of, it's, because it's so hard to recreate the flavors that we remember from childhood, because I think we remember the the moments as much as we remember the flavors, and those are those are unrecapturable. Um, so it's sometimes nice to take to have something that might remind you of the original, but you know it's going to be very different. And so it it doesn't get measured against against memory. against very white, but but I I love that too, and I just have this love affair with marble cakes. But Dory doesn't stop. It's every single kind of cake that you can think about. All the things that you love, eclairs and profiteroles mm. and mm, cream yes. puffs. And from her travels, I circled the chocolate cake that she found a recipe. I think it was the Lisbon chocolate cake. Yes, so that cake, it's actually the cake that's on the cover. Um, we were in Lisbon and in a taxi going to the airport and realized we had an extra hour. And so we stopped um, at this area where there were lots of art galleries and bookstores and this one cafe that served coffee, tea, and one cake, this cake this chocolate cake. And I fell in love with it, but we had to leave. So I never got the recipe from the cafe. I recreated it when I got home. And it's a chocolate layer, very dark, almost like a brownie. And then it's a chocolate ganache. So a mixture of melted chocolate and heavy cream. It's whipped. So it feels almost moussey. And then it's a layer of cocoa powder. So it's mm. chocolate three ways. It's, I love this cake. And I was so excited when it ended up being the cover cake. And the cake is gluten-free, which I didn't realize. I made the cake. And I didn't realize until I gave it to someone else. And they said, you know this cake is gluten-free? And I thought, she's right. Which one? The one on the cover, the Lisbon chocolate This one, cake. no, it looks gorgeous, too. It's so delicious. It. Yeah. And, Dory, how do you and your family, when you're baking all the time, stop from blowing up like a Macy's balloon? <laughs> so, years ago, so, I, you know, the thing about baking is um, you never bake one cookie. You never bake one tiny little cake. So there's always a lot. And so, I, you know, I think baking, baking is something we do to share. 
And so I practice what I call bake and release. I bake, I taste, I share with my family, and then, thank goodness, I have neighbors. That's, oh, they must love you. <laughs> it, it works. It's so great because, you know, I'm baking just about every day. So it means that I can make a fresh start in the morning and make something new, and I can make my neighbors happy. It's perfect. Bake and release. It's perfect. And baking with Dory. If you're making something for your own birthday or occasion, what cake would it be? Or you love them all? Oh, you know, this is really, this is, Joan, I thought we were friends. This is a hard question. Um, but I do love the devil's food cake. Um, you know, I'm a chocolate girl. Mm -hmm. And what, tell everyone, what makes that one so special? Um, well, chocolate for starters. Of course. Um, yes, but it's also I love the the balance of frosting to cake. To it's it's so hard for me. I'm I'm saying the chocolate cake, and then I'm thinking, oh, but I love the plain, not so plain almond cake, the the fika cake, the cake that is a a. a coffee break cake in Sweden. And then I love a bun cake. And I love, I'm impossible. I really, you know, I take it well, back. But they're all good. I have a favorite. <laughs> and and different hard. things. Like I can't wait to do the crumb topped ricotta coffee cake, which you had alluded to. And that's, that's under breakfast. But I love that kind of cake. That's I love, well, crumbs, crumbs, crumbs are, are I, I think I put crumbs on anything. I put crumbs, actually, so that's a sweet cake, and it has berries um, and that wonderful crumble top. But I also made a savory pie, a spinach mozzarella pie, and made Parmesan cheese crumbs for the top of mm. that. Oh, that sounds so good. Love, yeah, and I made a cheese streusel to put on what is essentially a cheese babka. I love crumbs. I love the way they look. I love the texture and that they add a little a little crunch to something that might be soft. Mm. Nice. I'm talking to Dory Greenspan with her latest book, Baking with Dory. Now, I look forward every Sunday to the New York Times Magazine where Dory did one of her incredible desserts. But you, you're not doing that at the moment. What are you up to now that Baking with Dory is out? So... Um, because, because I'm kind of nonstop, I'm writing, and I'm having so much fun doing this, I'm writing a newsletter. It's called XOXO Dory, and it comes out twice a week. Um, I do a newsletter on Tuesday, and on Friday, the newsletters have recipes, they have stories, they have tips and things from my travels. Um, so it's XOXO Dory. And how do people get that? You can sign up, um, subscribe at DoryGreenspan.Bulletin.com. DoryGreenspan.Bulletin.Com. And I'll turn up Tuesdays and Fridays in your inbox. Well, I look forward. I would have preferred if you showed up in my kitchen, but I'll accept With that. <laughs> With cookies anytime. Thank you, Dory.
Congratulations. Continued success. All the best to you and yours. Baking with Dory. You're going to be very happy. And the photographs are just gorgeous. I'm Joan Hamburg. I can't wait to bake. And there's lots more on WABC, so stay tuned. Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority. PriorityGoldGuide.com